electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Yeah, there's no freezing here because we're live no, and man. in person. I can even reach Hi. out and touch him. Come All right. Hot. Good morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready to begin the final trading day of the week. Of course, we are looking for a lower open, but, well, what does that really mean at this point? We'll get more from Jim on that. But we'll start with our roadmap, and that starts with the Netflix drag. Shares, they are getting hammered on slowing subscriber growth and pulling the overall NASDAQ deeper into correction territory. You want to talk about something getting pummeled? Peloton falling well below its IPO price. It's wiping $2.5 billion off its market value. The CEO uh, now coming back against the CNBC report a bit that sparked that sell-off. We'll get yeah. into that. And Silicon Heartland, Intel investing $20 billion in new chip-making facilities in Ohio. Heard a lot about that, of course, on Squawk Box. Let's start off with Netflix. Shares are, as I said, uh, down sharply this morning. This after the company reported better-than-expected earnings for the latest quarter. But the focus here is on disappointing subscriber growth uh, forecasts. Netflix saying it'll add about 2.5 million subscribers this quarter. Analysts, well, they had been looking for as many as 7 million yeah, new subscribers. Here's what CEO Reed Hastings had to say about competition on the earnings call. Well, there's a number of you know potential explanations in COVID, but then we worry about hanging too much on that. Um, you know, there's more competition than there's ever been, but you know we've had Hulu and Amazon for 14 years, so it doesn't feel like any qualitative change there. And overall, confidence in streaming becomes all of entertainment. You know, linear dissipates over, you know, the next 10 to 20 years. Very high confidence in that thesis because everyone's coming into streaming. So, like, market size, very large. Our execution, you know, is steady and, and getting better. So, for now, we're just, like, you know, staying calm and, you know, trying to figure out, again, the COVID has introduced so much noise. You buy that, Jim? Well, I, I thought that... Uh, By the COVID explanation, not the stock. No, I mean, the other thing was that, that seemed a little lame was that, you know, they said Latin America was weaker. I mean, it's kind of like they were... A company, a regular company now, they're cash flow positive, by the way, where they basically just said uh, they had a conference call that was like a typical conference call of many companies that we've dealt with, where they seem mystified, don't know exactly what's going to make things better. They obviously had some incredible product. It didn't seem to matter. They had the amazing Squid Games, didn't seem to matter. They had these two movies, didn't seem to matter. Nothing seemed to matter in terms of igniting things. Now, of course, they could be completely wrong and start having an acceleration, but they don't predict it. The margins were very, very disappointing. The es- I mean, estimate margin is all on the estimation. This is all right. So uh, The last quarter reported was a strong was quarter, strong. With, so, I mean, without a doubt. It's, it's all about the guidance. Right, so the risk you have here is, is that because the, the excuses seem to be so extraneous, that maybe things are going to be better. Now, I know that I'm not telling people to go buy Netflix, but, but I am saying that 
I don't think that basing everything on their estimation has been historically a great way to invest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got any number of downgrades this morning. Yeah, in fact, they, I think we even brought back the old penguins that I used to use 20, well, yeah. 25 years ago yeah. to show the analysts. Adding absolutely no value, of course. Well, here's the Netflix. After the I, fact, there they are. Here I got the Running Netflix. off the, uh, we got Morgan Stanley. I don't know what you got. I got Stiefel. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. in the water. We used uh, to have that great music that we used to on, play. What are you doing? You picking on them? Um, hey, Benchmark had to sell on you. I'm picking on the analysts no, Benchmark here. had to sell a bold. I mean, Baird, Barclays, Morgan Stanley, Credit Suisse. Okay, they're running um, off the iceberg. But, you know, I've got Jumping the pre- in the water. I've got yeah. those pre- If you want these, this is a very interesting Netflix previews about how everybody was pre bullish. Yeah. But look, um, a lot of people felt, but David. Listen, Morgan Stanley, Jim, here it is. I mean, engagement no, yeah, is growing. Churn, yeah. oh, uh, churn is declining. Uh, and Netflix clearly has pricing power, as evidenced by that recent 10% U.S. price right. increase. However, bringing the, that incremental new member to the service is proving more challenging right. than well, we anticipated. We're all used to the conference call, calm, uh, just basically saying, look, our real con, our real competition isn't the other guys. It's just time. Competition is time. Yeah. Well, now this one was a real competition is the other guys. Well, we weren't ready for that narrative, and that's one of the reasons why the stock's down so much. Uh, the other reason being that everyone that it doesn't seem like that new content <laughs> ignites people. Uh, they're uh, certainly not endangered species. No, no. Maybe we should have we, we originally 25-plus years ago when I had this idea, and yeah. analysts were, you know, well, I think we should so use, ridiculous. It was lemmings, but we couldn't find lemmings, so I we think found we the penguins. But it's not as turtles. good without the music. So let, well, well, the music we revisited so it. Now we can put it away. The music was so great. The music was great. Yeah, loggerhead turtles really have a mass thing, too. <laughs> but I, I, I find, David, I, rather than just capitulate on the entire market. Yes. I want to just go back to say, what a terrible day to have a Peloton memo, the ultimate, of course, pandemic stock, coming at the same time as Netflix, yeah. the ultimate pandemic stock. I mean, obviously now we're waiting for Zoom and DocuSign. And, we are. Uh, you know, it's just a, kind of a coda to the pandemic. Just when, by the way, I don't know if you call Dr. Gottlieb. Yeah. But you say, listen, by this time, you know, 50% of the people have this thing in a couple of weeks. Uh, right. I mean, he's talking about the Midwest now, but obviously where we are, things sweeping have, have quieted. I, I, I want to move on to Peloton shortly, but sure, not yet. I want to come sure. back to Netflix because I want to keep an eye on shares of Disney. And I want to keep an eye on shares of Discovery, soon to be Warner Discovery. Yeah. And obviously very much focused on their direct-to-consumer in both Discovery Plus and HBO Max. I want to focus on Viacom and Paramount Plus. Well, let's These see companies have centered their growth potential and their investment cases around their ability to continue to acquire substantial numbers of subscribers for their direct-to-consumer businesses, Jim. True. Um, And does the Netflix quarter make one wonder about how large this market really can be, the competition within it, and whether or not this is going to be the best strategy over time for these companies to pursue. Well, I mean, I do think that you now have this ABC, CBS, NBC. It's like now uh, it's a zero sum or dog eat dog. But OK, so let's think of Netflix versus Disney. Um, Disney has uh, a couple of things going for it. They have theme parks. They have consumer products, which are often forgotten. Uh, the money had rotated, I think. Uh, when you think about it, the fast money rotated out of Disney into Netflix after that last Disney quarter. So now I think that money comes back. I, I think right. the overreaction is to say that they are the same kind of companies. Disney has other Disney things. Disney has a lot of other right. things. But that said, that $230 million sub goal that they have for 24, oh, 25, which harder. is out there. People have been questioning it. I well, just I mean, wonder okay, whether they, this whether this raises the idea that the market itself is not perhaps as large as people had anticipated. 
Netflix well, having a harder time getting to that one third of the domestic lead yeah, so that doesn't own it. Yeah, has it. I mean, it doesn't look, own it. That doesn't Netflix is, is convoluted. You look at the people who buy Netflix today have to be people who are saying that Reed Hastings is too negative and that there's more to it. Mm-hmm. I think, the, and they released those movies right at, the, you know, at Christmas time. When I was looking at my friend, uh, when you you go over, I mean, again, you've got some people like Nathanson. Okay, it's just yep. a good piece. Yep. Just saying, listen, we've been saying this. We've been saying this. And, you know, what are they saying? Which is that there will come a time when content won't drive subs. And when you have something that's just talked about as Squid Games and it didn't drive subs, I'm going to take my four, five, six shirt that I have, and I'm going to burn it this weekend. Why? Well, because just this effigy just, kind of it does Right. But look, I look. I like Reed very much. I think these guys are very smart guys. They'll figure out something. But they, and they, they did have great bought, content. They, they had a movie that everybody Activision watched. Blizzard. This is up, which actually but I really enjoyed. They should have Activision Blizzard. See, they need game. They should call Take Two. They should call Strauss Selmick. He will, of course, say no. Um, and Strauss, of course, has to deal with the the people who make Rockstar, who's the grand theft. But they need to buy gaming. And if suddenly, if they bought a big gaming company, you know what people would say? Ah, new stool, new legs. So well, also you'd be talking about the metaverse yeah, and Netflix play, yeah, in the same way. Unity. By the way, there's no shortage of speculation around in EA and people wondering. Tell me, the, tell in, me. Well, no, I, I know nothing other than it comes up a lot, as you might expect, right. given Microsoft Activision is only four days old at this point. Right. And there is a reordering going on to a certain extent. Was, why, yeah. Do you think um, the breakup, people actually thought that maybe you, know, you can't fight Microsoft, we know. No, I mean, the idea that somebody would jump Microsoft, even with that big spread. First of all, any other company that would consider doing it has has equal, if not more, antitrust concern, right? Right. I mean, would Alphabet ever do it? Probably not. uh, Facebook, Amazon, no way. But remember when I told that great American Jeff Bukas that he should spin off the... Remember when I told this great American Jeff Bukas that he should spin off the the video game division? That would be a good acquisition for Reed. There are still some smaller ones out there. Yeah. But you're right. So, all right. They we'll needed see. another leg. They needed something. David, you can't just come in with a same old, same old after what happened. I mean, I don't expect him to go into crypto like GameStop. Let's talk Did a little. Did you hear there was a guy on crypto this morning who was saying you got to take a long-term view? And I was thinking, you know, that's the kind of thing that they're doing right now at Jacksonville in Detroit when it comes to the Jags and the line. You've got to take a long-term view. Or the Jets. You know, listen, we're not Kansas my, City. Let's take a Jets team. long-term yeah. view. Well, See, you know, if we heard that, the rigor of the NFL is so different. Yeah. If someone said, we've got to take a long-term view, yeah. that means we're firing you. It's true. Right? Well, You're fired. We haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1969. You're fired. It's a pretty long-term view right there. That is. It's a long time. Most people weren't alive. Most people now are not, were not alive. No, they weren't. You and I That were. says something. All right, let's talk about Peloton a bit as well. Shares are sure. rebounding ever so slightly in the pre-market. This after uh, tumbling 24% yeah. yesterday. The company says it is reviewing its production levels and the size of its workforce. This is after CNBC reported that Peloton is temporarily halting production of some key products in light of yeah. weaker demand. Peloton CEO John Foley responded to the CNBC report saying, quote, rumors we are halting all production of bikes and treads are false. It's not clear, though, that that was what actually was reported. Well, he make one? You could make one, and um, you could, and so, made one bike, and he made one treadmill. You know, what I come back to with Peloton, frankly, is that is that offering that they had back in November. When they said they didn't have enough remember cash. Remember What was Four, the week before they said they had all the cash they needed? November okay? 16th, they offered four. 24 million shares at $46. After the week before saying they didn't need cash. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, look, we have the Viacom offering. Right. We have this We offering. don't need cash. Now we're offering 
24 million shares at 46. By the way, there were a number of growth funds that moved in there. I think TCV, Durable Capital, Who didn't and a, a lot of, a lot of, for that offering, they a didn't lot get of hedge funds filed in saying those guys must know something. They're good, right. and they bought a stock that has almost been cut in half since that time of that offering. Shocking. Well, I mean, you, well, you just talked about Planet Fitness. I mean, you know, there are people who understand things. Lifetime Fitness. People came back to the gym. People actually like being with other people. This is something that I've learned in my 57 years. People like people. They want to compete against them. Did I get away with it? Yeah, uh, almost. Yeah, yeah I you. mean, uh, so our I think, viewers would believe it. You look great. Ah, uh, thank you. But look, I think it, uh, when you think of Peloton, you think of the pandemic. Yes. And then you have Dr. Gottlieb saying, look, by force of nature, everybody got it. You know, time to move on. All right, so how big is the market for Peloton? I mean, the idea, of course, is to have the recurring revenue stream from the subscription service yeah, good. that goes with the bike and is so important. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Reed Hastings. I mean, how many people want Netflix? I mean, look, Peloton, at a certain point, it, there's a pause as people realize that they're going to start going what? out again. These are just two and companies. And the treadmill, Dave, I never yeah. bought the treadmill. You never, right, the treadmill. The treadmill. There was an upgrade. Stiefel upgraded it to a buy, $40 price target. Look at that. See that? What, the Peloton? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. It's very bullish. Isn't it? See, yes, I think that we have to look stand. More, At least they're yes. taking a stand. But, I, I mean, I, I'm saying, okay, let's, let's use a big company. Let's use Microsoft, okay, which is yes. going to replace. You know, I haven't been able to figure out how to get the N out of FANG and put the M in. I've been okay. always worried about that. But, you know, Microsoft, they have a lot of cash, right? Yes. They are doing so many things right. I think the acquisition they made is good. So should I sell that off of Netflix? I wouldn't sell it off of Netflix. All right. Well, that does get us to the broader market here as well. The significant weakness in the in the Nasdaq. Right. The question is to how long this will go on. We're going to be talking about inflation for quite some time. It's not like we're going to stop debating how how long and how far the Fed's going to go in terms of potentially raising rates. So, right. how low can we go on some of these high multiple names in particular that we pointed out yesterday are right. leading the market lower, particularly well, those high multiple names in tech that don't have a lot of earnings or well, and or you know, when you see like someone this with this Jeremy Grantham, I've known for a long time, nice yeah. guy. You talk about the decline forty five percent. Well, I mean, now you're yeah. dealing. I mean, now you're dealing with the, the idea. Grantham's been talking about a decline exactly. like that well, for a really long time. He's always you, worth listening. Thank to, you for your. But well, he's yeah, been talking so about bubbles forever. Yeah, well, I'm watching Yellow Jackets. That's worth watching. Okay, so I mean, here, get this, right? This is from the Economist. Ha! Ah, I got it through John Ellison. Um, Amazon, Google, Meta, Apple, and Microsoft spent spent two hundred eighty billion last year, <laughs> just on. Aren't they, you know, spending to make their company great? That's equal to 9% of American investment. I want to go with those companies. Those are the companies that people always say, well, wait a second, they're no good. David, there is a cohort of maybe 200 companies, and thank you to Jason Goebbels for really pushing this for us at CNBC. There's about 200 companies that came public, and they're a lot, many are pre revenue. Yes. Many are companies that sell at 100 times sales, and they're done. They're done. They are. The, they're the dot coms of well, when do you, when do you uh, sort through the wreckage of no, companies of failed IPOs and or, and or SPACs that have announced deals that have dropped dramatically? How about and never? There is a. It's never right. good for you. It's like when it's I used to like, call me and say, Jim, I'd like to have dinner yeah, with no, you. No, that's the how greatest cartoon of all time. <laughs> Next Wednesday? No, no. How's never? Never good for you? Yeah. Both of you and I like that. I just Really never? I've got really unbelievably good companies that are starting to really sell at multiples. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for. And is this the time to buy Tabuli? Are you telling me that it's outbrains time? You're saying time to buy 23 and me. How about up? You want to buy up? No, I want to buy down. How about uh, Hylion? 
H-Y-L-N. Hytrotsky. How about Leon Hytrotsky? No. How about Multiplan? Is it time to buy Multiplan? Yeah, four bucks. Let's. How about Union about, Pacific, where Lance Fritz came on yeah. and said you have like an unbelievable quarter. Hey, people are negative on CSX. Give me a break. If they had reported in the morning, they wouldn't be. One of the things we've learned, this is, I'm distilling all these corporate uh, companies, is that your hair looks great. Cut it out. Sorry. I mean, what, what if I did like this? Well, I mean, like, like Vanity I gotta, Fair. I got a Thackery, really good. Not before the whole magazine. And I'm okay, going to get a cut go. today. Yeah. Is that gray? I got some crap. Oh my God. <laughs> just hair care for men, will you? All right, get this. Not, yeah, yeah, let me just finish. There. It's the quarantine. Finish. That's what's causing these problems. It's like you get it, and then you, you get, you're off for 10 days, and they can't find someone to fill the shift. Right. That's what's going on. Now, rails are so lean, but they can't find people to, to fill shifts. Quarantine. What's wrong? What, what, what's happening? This is silver's cheaper than gold. <laughs> It's the silver. Yeah, it's happening. It's the silver. It's happening. All I right. just kind of feel it's like the Crayola. I tell you, you know, man. Crayola. I know. No, what makes I'm you look gonna... more distinguished? I am so like, I like real companies that make real things at a profit. I'm sorry. That's what I'm. That's what I like. Real companies make real things at a profit. Those are intriguing. All that other stuff. Well, they're just lemonade. Later, Silicon, I got it. I know, I'm sure. Later, Silicon uh, Heartland. Hear what Intel CEO has to say about that $20 billion investment. Yeah, yeah sure. Very important one. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Gina yeah. Romano yeah, yeah, yesterday. Sure, sure. It's like on. John Garfield. Ohio. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Ohio. David, look on the tape. Joby Aviation. Now you're talking. I, that's another one. Yeah, Joby. You Joby here? Just call me Joby. You can call me any. Just don't call me late to dinner. There's uh, Futures. We'll be back right after this. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Well, coming up, does Carl Icahn think the market is inflated? Hear what he had to say. Plus, we'll get Jim's mad dash and count you down to the opening bell. Here's one more look at futures. We got that opening bell about 14, excuse me, 10 minutes from now. More Squawk in the Street coming right back. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. Like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. 
Time for a mad dash as we count you down to the opening bell. PPG. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about Netflix. and We spent a lot of time talking about, uh, obviously, the problems of Peloton. Those are these pandemic, not pandemic. But the real economy is PPG. Now, this is a really good company, okay? And they make coatings, industrial coatings, architectural coatings. Uh, you buy a house, you have PPG paint. Now, the, the issue here is what I'm most worried about, which is the costs have outrun the ability to raise price. Uh, Sherwin-Williams had the same thing, too. Now, uh, Michael McGarry, CEO, is, gonna, is on a call saying, listen, we're going to be able to put through the price increases, and I think they will. But America is sick of price increases because of supply chains. And I think a lot of investors are sick of it, too. So this is the, we got to fix Omicron, and we also have to add capacity. And at the same time, we need China to get stronger. They have a good market in China. And our auto is going to be in glut because we have enough chips, or there are just not enough autos. Both ways, you know, you have a, you have. CSX needing more autos, okay? You have Union Pacific needing more autos. But here people are saying, hey, listen, there's already going to be too many autos. Carvana downgraded today. So the, the, cut, the gut issues in America are housing and autos. Hmm. And are they too high? And are there not enough of them? Now, you're Pat Gelsinger making chips. We don't really need, we don't know what chips he's going to make. We, we need full-featured chips. That's what these car companies need. Because right. they, they old-fashioned chips. But I worry right, you've that run that's far afield from PPG. About. So come back well, no, for a I minute to the saying, stock. Which, real, this you know, is an industrial that makes real things. It's yes, a good company. But it's had missed quarter, missed quarter, missed quarter. Do they have the pricing power that they need, or are they going to suffer compressed margins? I think both Sherwin-Williams and PPG do have the pricing power they need, but they can't put it through fast enough. Okay. So therefore, they have to, that's what happened with Sherwin, the lower the numbers. Now, what this makes is that for people who are not involved with uh, companies that were that created in the last few months that we know are a bit of a joke. Like Clear, where there were more people in the Clear line than there were in the pre... I mean, honestly, I waited longer in a Clear line if I just... I've I, had good experience with Clear No, no so but now far. the Clear line's bigger because there's so many people I know people so many clear. people in Clear. All right, well, that's not... I don't want to forfeit. What I'm saying is the companies yeah. that have been created in the last, yeah. say, year yeah. are not what people are looking at. They're looking at this and saying, geez, I don't know. I, now I have to worry about I have to worry about inflation and the Fed. So if no one's thinking about how the 10-year, by the way, is back to where... It, it's all the way back down before the big chaos about the tenure. But this is what I'm looking at. Real company making things, having trouble paying, uh, getting a, uh, things good through, but they'll get through. We got an opening bell a few minutes away. Remember, by the way, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Do you think that the stock market is inflated? Do you think that there are pockets of the stock market that are inflated? Yeah, very much so. In, in other words, I, I do think that some of the multiples are crazy, that some of the investments are, are just out of this world. I mean, you know, as far as any manageable ratio. That was, uh, was Carl. By oh, the way, he has said that before, before at various times. For a long time. He has but he's been good. concerned he's good. about it. But he's, yeah, you don't, you, you no. listen, you always but, listen. But, you know, look, so Goldman Sachs. Is, is it 5.75 times earnings? Inflated? I don't think so. Hey, let's talk about one that's been the butt of many jokes where the CEO got a nice $3 million bonus. J.P. Morgan, that's 10 times earnings. Right. Shears earnings. But the financials have typically traded at depressed multiples, so to speak, in part because of lack of net interest but, margin but, but or whatever you want But Bank of America is going to make $6.5 billion more if we do get the Fed for, for Fed rate hikes. And what's the additional risk? No different from what we remember in 1980, 1982. None. Right. So I just think, like, you know, buy real companies that make things or have a real service. 
that are not expensive, and you keep coming back to these stocks, they're pretty good. Right. But now we're getting a whole new group of stocks. Tech, David, can I just say, let's go to Alphabet for a second. Okay. This Alphabet, which is a premier company, right? It, you know, it's at 24 times earnings, but the estimates are going to turn out to be probably too low. So 24 times earnings for a premier company with a great balance sheet that has a hammerlock on everything. That has top only line Lena growth. Dunham. I mean, Lena Khan is the only one who can really get maybe. That had top line growth above that multiple, right. well above. I'm talking right. revenue so, growth. Well so above. Am I supposed? Am I supposed That's to be against that? Yeah. I mean, let's go to um, dark. Let's go to metaverse. Okay. If you take a look at what meta, you know, you're talking about. Of course, we're talking about the old uh, Facebook. Yep. Not an expensive stock. It's 22 times earnings. 22. Right. For a company that grows, unbelievable. It hasn't even monetized things yet that it could monetize. So, I mean, are these the ones? Maybe these aren't the ones that, that Carl Icahn's talking about. Maybe he's talking about some of the SPACs that, by the way, I think Gary, Gary Gensler is going to make it so you've got to put real projections in. You can't just make up numbers anymore. Mm-hmm. So, David, we're going to go back to high Leon Trotsky. You know, you're going to see the end of that. Now, let me give you one that's interesting. By the way, let me quickly just tell what? people the opening bell here. Uh, you heard it. Who you saw the real-time in? exchange. Uh, it was uh, U.S. Global Investors. Very good. They were celebrating the recent listing of their Sea to Sky cargo ETF. It's time for that. Yes. Uh, over at the NASDAQ, the Atlantic Coastal Acquisition Corp. Oh. Two. Good. I yeah, I bet we know what that whole, was. By an ocean. We'll, we'll talk a bit three, more about Three-fifths of the there. world are covered by Yes, water. they are. And the okay. rest is covered by uh, that center fielder for the Phillies from the, uh, yeah, Gary, uh, what was his name? Max? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. So today, UBS, Moderna, they go from they have a neutral. Okay, but they talk about how this is a company has this company is like thirteen billion in cash. It's now down to sixty five billion. You know, maybe they do something with the cash. Or look, if Pfizer, when they have the pill, and I'm saying that the drug stocks are interesting. Now there were two price target raises today for United Health, which by the way did not have a medical advantage problem. David, may you, may you one day get to the point where people call you every 30 seconds to talk about their medical advantage issues, which is what happens. How did they get my number? It drives me crazy. But it's a 21 times earnings. That's a very good company. I'm trying to find things right. that are dispassionate well, that work. I'm being com- dispassionate. Let's, let's come back to Netflix, though. because no, that's, 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 Wait a second, because I, the base case outlook right. here and the numbers, you know, you start to get to multiples, Jim, that are reasonable. I mean, it's only 23 times 24 gap EPS. Right. Is, is no, where no, they're making real money. Morgan and Stanley's talking read, about this look, thing at current look, share prices. Look, you didn't like, you felt like you should tremble. The old days in Netflix, it would be like, so which one, you know, they would talk to each other. Which one did you like? Well, I actually liked, you know, Hot Red or something, which I did not like. I'm tired of that guy now. Okay. I mean, him the gin. And he's got the whole, like, I'm tired of his whole suite of products, frankly. Let's just go to Target. Um, I get. Anyway, I, I look at some of these companies that have come down in price, and I say they're interesting. And I'm not talking about Rivian, okay? I'm not talking about a battery company. On, the, on my lightning round, everybody calls me. They want to talk about battery companies. I got one. Tell me. Ever ready. <laughs> I mean, you know, honest to God, I mean, you know, we, we've got to stop it. Let's stop it. Let's talk about real companies that are down but a lot that are very interesting. A, but I do like the Netflix uh, is right because let's say – that Reed actually has an uptick. 
Well, that's going to. He's, right. I'd say I mean, he's my point out is you can make an argument that this is not one of the higher multiple names in the, in you're the market at, no, any and I think that Now, makes, of course, that is reflective, right. perhaps, of the fact that its growth is not going to be anywhere near what uh, what had been originally. Well, yeah, I mean, like we've kind of, of felt that. Like, hey, listen, with growth. the end the end of the pandemic, maybe people are going outside more. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not I sure what know. to make of, of his comments. But here's this. Here's a company, David. This is a company that might interest you. It's called Apple. Okay. Apple. Oh, yes, I've heard yeah. of it. Now, see, heard Apple is 164. They're going to be monetizing more and more. They're going to uh, be monetizing more and more of their service revenue. And kind of interesting stock. It's not that good gross margins there. I mean, even you know, Tony Saganay, oh, he's market performer. But, you know, I just find that there's Apple's interesting. It's come down. They're going to better expected numbers. And they have, I believe, if I finally prevail upon Tim Cook, that will get this number that I you know I want so much. Like when I push to get the services revenue broken out, I want to know if you buy one of these, how much does it now you make they make from just every morning? You want to know the actual number? Well, because like you know we go back over the Apple Card numbers on the Goldman call, mm-hmm. they're actually getting very good. Now the Gold, Goldman does talking about that card for a long time, a long time, and I mean I have nothing going on there for a while. Right? Okay, that's fair. It is fair, isn't that's it? Fair. That's fair. Criticism. You were very enthusiastic about it two years ago. Well, I was early. <laughs> we have whole people, we have whole money managers who are allowed to say they're early. You were early. Okay. You're absolutely right. But it's By gonna, the way, we've got happen. a lot of money managers right now who are suffering a lot of pain. Well, that's what I said uh, last time when I had my checklist. I said pain. you brought up some ones that are very Well, painful. you've got a lot of hedge funds still that I think are going to show numbers that are going to be atrocious for the month of well, January, well, yeah. given they still are in these growth names. Not to mention, and I've been talking about it a bit, but so many of these hedge funds have moved strongly into the private market, Jim. They own a lot of these companies that have $10 billion market. They're not $10 billion be able, that value. The window's shut. The and window's what shut. What about Marks? You know, you know, do you remember that? Fenetra, they, that's French. Yes. Well, that's closed. Correct. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. They've you're not, defen- now you're not it defenestrating was anybody? And now it's we clone. Well, they, okay, you, know, you got that. They may Listen, want to let, let give you example. some of the management of these let, companies. Look at but, that. The Dow's up. But Jim, let me finish the point about private okay. because I think it, it is something that I'm hearing more about as a concern, which is namely a lot of these hedge funds that own these privates in bulk. Uh, are they marking them appropriately? Because Probably when not. you have the public peers coming down, the question is, are you marking the privates? Because a lot of any gains that many of these hedge funds saw were not from their public equity investments, where they were terrible, but, they were just but the, where they were from the their round privates. The roundup, roundup, roundup. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I've been there. Remember, I bought the street.com, street.com public. Yes. Was at 64 the first day. And yes. Within a few months, it was at a dollar. Um, but the, the venture capitalists were marking way up there. Right. Up there. Uh, the venture capitalists. That works for a while, and it stops well, it works working. works until it stops, and yeah. that's where we are. But, you know, David, you know what's interesting to me? Tell me. Diamondback Energy. Okay. Okay, so here you have a couple days now where you finally get a breather in oil. But these companies are making fortunes. Yeah. Right. They're making fortunes. And unlike previous models, they actually have enough money to return a lot of capital. So if people want to know what they should be looking at, maybe they should be looking at Conoco. They made a nice acquisition, Conoco. They're doing quite well. Mm. Finally, it's down a little. It's down $5. I mean, the stock goes to 80 it's down enough. You got to buy Conoco. It sells at 14 times earnings. There. Okay. I'm looking for David. No, but can give I, me an interest. Twilio, you? which I love. This is coming. I've been out. I learned how to code through Twilio. They're amazing. It's fantastic. Use them at the restaurant business. But it sells at 440 times earnings. Excuse Honestly, me. How many times earnings? 440 times. 440 20, times. Times 20, 20. Yeah, yeah. See, that's to me. That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. 440 <laughs> years worth of earnings is a lot of years. Prosecution risk. 
Uh, how, can I interest you in any of these? Let's let's take a Are look. Are you going to uh, you going down the Jason Gord SPAC index? I, well, yes. Are you going to do that to yes. me? Okay. Um, by the way, the journal decides to do a big story on SPACs and the ship be sinking now. But yes, which we know. Welcome home, Carter. Uh, yeah. All right. That was a quote from Michael Ray Richardson okay. from years ago. But take two, um, I would say that we've been sitting here for a long time talking about the dangerous facts. And I, I guess, you know, I don't want to pat myself too hard in the back here. No, but we talked I know that Gary Gensler, you think, was a little late on we this. We talked about projections that seemed absurd. We talked about the fact well, give that us- sponsors uh, make money well, well, well right. below 10. Yeah. Um, but now we've got so many of these trading far below. I mean, take a look at some of the, you know, you want some beach body? Yeah, And I interest you in a little wheels up. Wheels down. Yeah, there's the CNBC stack. Have to come out By the way, that's trading above. That's the ones that haven't announced the deals. So right. We're still we're talking, you know, a, a bit above 10. It's Kenny Dick. How about really uh, nice. Grab Holdings? It's Can really I give nice. you a little of that? We, I think we have I all these. I looked at Grab. Yeah. Grab actually was like, I looked at it. You did? Yeah. That's all I can say. Uh, they're giving me these instead of what I'm look, asking for. Um, that's okay. But, no, 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 no. Let's keep going here because we've got them. There's Beachbody. Beachbody. Yeah. I, we had David, all these in a... It, it, it may be yeah, time for Beachbody. We, we, we tried How about if we had really exposed to, the dil- to do some you know, nice Gary was you. talking about the dilution. Yeah. yeah. From now on, you have to talk about the dilution. David, do you remember the dilution on um, opaque? There's what I was looking remember for. Remember one opaque? Can I interrupt? I'm sorry, lucid? Do you remember the dilution on lucid? Yes. It was opaque. Right. Right? I do remember that. But Lucid is the single greatest SPAC performer of all time. Do you remember you brought out that it's going to be worth, sorry, right now worth like a couple billion? It, yes. No, right. People thought it was going to be worth $7 billion when it was $60 right. billion based on, of, based on the number Look, of shares. One of the reasons why but Ford's come you, uh, down is people just take this and Butterfly, Lordstown. Go a little slow. Bark. Butterfly is just selling the gram. Remember I had Bark? a fabulous doctor do some work on my shoulder yesterday. Butterfly's Glenview. Yeah. And I said, are you using and, the Butterfly? Jonathan Rothberg, but these things but, are just trading terribly. Well, what are they supposed to do? You think there's any analyst who even understands high Trotsky? I mean, I, Leon, I mean, you know, Butterfly. I mean, by, by Butterfly, hey, Butterfield, it was a great short novel. Yes, I don't know if you read. That was actually an exchange, a telephone exchange. Bark. Lordstown Motors, you know. You know, sing that song. It, but we didn't even mention Lordstown Motors probably going to be very near um, Pat Gelsinger's uh, enterprise. No. Uh, at Bark, I don't know, Bite. I mean, these things were like, when they were like, this is like a commodity that is made up by, um, I don't know, who wrote, Marx Brothers. It's Marx Brothers, right? At some point, there might be something worth actually buying. Let's take up the carpet. Broken specs. Um, Should we take up the carpet? Maybe. Take up the taxes. Uh, all right, let's come back to the broader market here. Uh, yeah, about time. What are, you know, you've mentioned what you feel are, so, I think, some of the keys. Well, I'm just saying, if you I can buy looking, something at 20 times earnings that's yeah. growing at, at, say, 20%, that has a really good balance sheet that actually makes things, well, apples, I, I apples call me interested. Yeah. Call me interested. Call me Ishmael. That's a, that was a spat, right? Ishmael. It may, it may have been. Hey, how about Starbucks? I think Moby probably you think was Starbucks? Back? Moby was. No, that was, yeah. that's the Joby, not Moby. Well, Joby, Moby. The guy like Melville. Somebody hey, is Melville, what's the symbol of Melville? Starbucks at 96, David. Okay, yes. with 2% yield. Now, that's obviously people very worried about staffing, right? Quarantine slash staffing. How do you do same-store sales? They eliminated their vaccine mandate right. at How Starbucks. do you do same-store sales if, one, if three, you have three Starbucks in a given area and two clothes? How do you do same store sales? I'm sure they're struggling. And then, but yeah, you know, they've the wiped out in that stock. But the, I mean, that's a, you know, well, that's what I'm saying. Tra- All right, it's getting you, interesting. But can they make it, the numbers? It's getting interesting. It's getting okay. well. It's still, 28 times earnings, and I don't know if they can make the numbers. But you know, China, they've almost they've done a pre- real number on COVID. 
well, we have totalitarian. We continue country. to wonder about China, though, and their ability to actually grow the economy. They Luck did cut back. rates the other day, in part because of that. They're still cracking. They're still having the property issues. But they're still oh, the cracking down to a certain awful. extent on technology companies, and they're still locking down major cities, or at least what we would consider yes. to be major cities. Yes. For them, a city of ten or twelve million is is nothing. Absolutely. But now, let me give you a stock that I don't talk about enough. It, the stock sells at seven times earnings. It's got a much better balance sheet. It's doing a lot of very high-tech stuff. Yep. And the name is General Motors. Okay. Make stuff. Yes. Sell it. Yes. They get the chips, right? They'll sell more. They've got a high. You, during um, the Mad Dash, you brought up this idea on the autos, and I was trying to follow you, but having not the easiest time doing it. Which do you believe is going to be the case? Is there going to be a glut I'm, I'm of a, automobiles no. or a shortage of no, automobiles? There, won't, be a, there will be a or shortage. Or is it going to be just right? Well, okay. Uh, the guys, we've seen a lot of downgrades of, say, the used car companies, uh, Carvana, but that could be competition because uh, Lithia, which is a fantastic company, is opening all over. CarMax getting in that game. But I'm focusing on companies like Ford and GM. Now, Ford's had a parabolic move, so it's going to give up something. But they, they were very chip short, but they are order long. And so when you have a company like Ford, it's no longer the way it used to be. They have an order book for the F-150. So you can actually figure out that they're going to make a lot of money. They've got out of a lot of different markets. But the big problem has been they don't have the chips. If they have the chips, they meet demand. The demand is not going to go down by four rate hikes. Okay. It's just not, I mean, Are they I, going to have the chips? Which, by the way, gets no, us back to the no. story, one of the big stories of the morning, which is Pat Gelsinger and the Ohio plant. They have to have dollars. Not happening tomorrow, obviously, that no. they're building that and plant. Why did he pick Ohio? It's very interesting. Did Ohio give them something good? I'm not sure. Folks, then. Oh, not Dow's sure. now down. Not Damn. sure specifically right, so, behind the you know, So you take a look. I just am urging you to look at, there's a lot of companies that have come down a great deal. Now, we happen to know uh, ServiceNow. Now, they're going to be on soon yes, for us, right? Yes. Now, ServiceNow was at 700. Now, it's at 500. Now, it still sells at 800, at 80 times earnings. You're never going to get this at 20 times earnings. Do you buy Salesforce here? I mean, by service what about two of your all-time Maybe. favorites and two of your all-time best calls, uh, NVIDIA and AMD. NVIDIA is now below $600 billion in market value. I can remember a right. day when it was above, it was I think it was $800 billion. Uh, And AMD uh, is also down 16% for well, okay, the year. So, NVIDIA is down 19%. So AMD, we sold, we sold some at 160 It was very painful. And we started buying some back. We haven't bought back. You know, we're starting to buy it back. I think it's interesting. How about well, NVIDIA? You haven't sold any there. No, I haven't sold NVIDIA because NVIDIA, I hate to use the the term long term, but I think NVIDIA's got a lot going. Remember, NVIDIA's your gaming chip. NVIDIA's your your metaverse chip. Mm -hmm. NVIDIA's your, the only problem I have with NVIDIA is is that they are the highest level of autonomous. And I just don't think that you're necessarily going to get there that fast because if there's one accident, you know what happens. But I I like these semiconductors that have come down a great deal. And I like companies that had been very expensive, and they're not. And I don't like all the stuff that came. Uh, David, I searched for one company that has come public in the last year that I would want to buy. One. No. I couldn't find one. Um, one. Let's, let's, uh, one. Let's quickly divert to, uh, to Pat Gelsinger, because he was a guest on Squawk Box this morning, right. of course, with this plan to spend as much as $20 billion building factories in Ohio to produce mm-hmm. chips. Take a listen. We did a nationwide search for our next mega fab location. And, uh, you know, we looked at, uh, you know, 30 to 40 sites around the nation and on many factors, you know, big, you know, this is going to be uh, grow to, we hope, eight fabs over time. So a large location, energy, water, talent. You know, we have the uh, all of the Midwest schools. 
And this is manufacturing. You know, we wanted a place that had a, you know, history, a passion for manufacturing at scale. There you there it is. That's why it's Ohio. You asked the question. But there's no it. infrastructure there. You need infrastructure to be in that business. Um, remember also, he said there were 3,000 jobs. Well, when I went to the Israeli fab on Saturday, Sabbath there in Israel, there was no one there. So uh, Ireland was very upset how few people worked at the Irish fab after they got they got it built. A lot of people take to build. I mean, I, I think that, that Pat's playing for positive press. He's been pretty good at that. But he does have plenty of capital. He might be able to do it. But I do believe that this foundry business without something directly from uh, Congress is just not going to be what's called for. I want NVIDIA's high-performance computing chips, and yep. I want AMD's. And I do worry, for instance, that we're too concentrated with Taiwan Semi, given the fact of the geopolitical issues. But uh, I just think that Intel makes a lot of money, but it's not cutting edge. All right, let's let's Jeez, let's, end on, let's end on let's end on the Nasdaq here. Uh, we've got the comp down now, over ten percent for the year. Uh, always take a look at ARKK because it is reflective to a certain extent of what's gone yeah. on in this market, underlying sort of so many of the more Stop. let's call it speculative names and technology. That's thought, that. Uh, Arc is down now, what, 21-plus percent for the year. Um, Jeez. Jim, right, are you going to know a bottom when you see it? Yeah, sure. It walks like a duck. and You know, that doesn't feel like a bottom to me. No. Now, remember, people say, she'll say, well, listen, it's not like people are pulling money out. It's just that those are not the you – know, she bought a huge amount of DraftKings, which I, I happen to like the company. I just – the product's driven. But, you know, bought a lot of DraftKings at a much higher level, and that's part of the problem is where she bought things. You know, how many stocks did she buy that are down 50% from, from where she bought them? It's, it has to do with, wow, she bought a ton in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. That's really incredible, the decline in that space. That's all, all, those game, all those companies are spending a lot of money, by the way, marketing in the New York. Oh, the, 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 the cost of acquisition is horrendous. There's a look at ARC. But I look at companies, again, the, the oils are bad. And today, oil's down. But the Permian is going to be, you're going to see some amazing numbers in the Permian. The pipeline companies are all very interesting to me now. They yield 5 to 8%. Very good for a long-term investor. And uh, I think that you have to find an oil company. you got to buy it. All right. Let's take a quick break here, by the way. As a reminder, you can get in on the new CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up, find out more. CNBC.com slash Investing Club. Or just point your phone at his head or at the QR code on your screen. It will take you right there. Let's give you a quick bond report here as well. Jim mentioned yields earlier. Uh, let's take a look at how treasuries are faring. You can see we're back to 176 on that uh, Well, isn't that why we sold everything? Was because it was a two? Yeah. Well, there's still expectations. Perhaps we could be hitting two at some point. We'll be right back. Well, Netflix now hitting. Actually, that's a new uh, yeah. recent low. I'm, I'm going to check with our crack statisticians find out what that takes us back to in terms of the last time Netflix has suffered almost a 23% intraday loss. Uh, Barrett, uh, by the way, uh, downgrading the stock amongst other firms this morning from outperform to what is now a neutral, calling the quarter a red notice for a long-term growth slowdown. The analysts yeah, behind that, that call some... will join us uh, later on. Tough. on the street. That was tough. tough downgrade. We're back on after this. Welcome back. Let's get to Stop Trading with Jim. The great writers always thrive on irony. Uh, Tolstoy is very big into irony. Well, Robin Hood is big into irony, but they don't know it. Today, they roll out their crypto wallet to 1,000 beta customers. That's something, David, that is what we need, a crypto wallet that 
obviously has a hole in it because, you know, crypto, this is not the level where you want to start buying crypto yet. Uh, and I just think it's ironic that now they have it. And Robinhood is, well, let's just say that. Well, yeah, look at Bitcoin know. down to what, uh, 10% today. Robinhood and tights. What's behind this move down today, Jim? What, in Robinhood? In crypto. In crypto? Well, I think that the, the 36-page Russia white paper about how they should outlaw it. I still come back to that interview I have with Gary Gensler, which says, listen, we got to find out, do they Dogecoin, how many Dogecoins are there? Do they add Dogecoins every day in order to be able to facilitate? Dogecoin, by the way, remains or was, I don't have the current quarter, Robinhood's most active thing. And so this is what we want to get people back, not to Doge, not to AMC, right. okay? We, not to, uh, let's say, uh, I don't know, um, you want to call it GameStop. Uh, but let's get back to real companies that make real things, that have real balance sheets and have profits and even dividends. Procter & Gamble, United Health. I know You don't, know want, you don't want to own Robinhood, I guess, here, even at $13.38. Not when I can own Goldman Sachs at six times earnings. Right. I'm sorry. I, look, I, I just thrive on the companies that make things, good services, profit, reasonable price. And, David, there are more of these than there have been any time in two years. What do you got on Matt tonight? I got so lucky. I have H-Band, Huntington Bank shares. That is in the heart of Intel land, which is Ohio, the Buckeye State. Yes. Isn't that something? They should put it in West Virginia. Maybe Manchin would have voted. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I got, they're, they're exactly, they'll be the bank that benefits the most if Pat Gelsinger pulls it off. So uh, they've, I think it's a fantastic outfit. I happen to love the regional banks. There. They are so good. I had first Verizon last night, quietly making a lot of money, buying back things. Do well when the Fed raises Fed rates. Rate. And no one cares. First Horizon. Do you think anyone wants First Horizon? They want Joby. No, nobody wants Joby. No? no. It's too early for Joby. Too early. Wasn't too early for Zenga, though. Zenga. Day arrives. Zenga. Have a great weekend. You know what? I want you to have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. Try. Yeah, I'm going to get a haircut. I am too. Oh, good. That's me too. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.